Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hello, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with a huge event that just happened on Saturday. And that was a visit to our community by Vice President of the United States of America, Mike Pence. You know, Jill, no matter how anyone feels about the current administration, a visit from a president or vice president is always a big deal, especially in our small town. So as you can imagine, the crowd was pretty large when the vice president stopped by Brownwood on Saturday. It's hard to believe we are less than one month away from the presidential election, and both candidates are well aware of how important it is to win Florida, plus they know that residents of the villages vote. So it was no surprise when we heard that the vice president would be stopping by. And Holly, another Trump team member, is coming to the villages this week to keep the momentum going. Congressman Brian Mast will speak on Wednesday at Rohan Recreation Center. Seating is limited, of course, so if you want to be part of this event, visit eventbrite.com to search for tickets. Jill, another huge event for this community happened over the weekend, and that was the opening of the Chitty Chatty Bridge on Friday. This is great that they put this in. Am I running to pick up more? And I go all the way through. People could not wait to cross this bridge that goes over State Road 44 between Rohan Recreation Center and the village of Chitty Chatty. I bet that is a fun ride and the view is probably amazing from up there. As most of you know by now, this is the first to open of the four bridges that will eventually connect this community from one end to the other. The Brownwood Bridge and the Water Lily Bridge will be the next to open, and you can still enter to be chosen as one of the first to cross those bridges. Just visit thevillages.com and click on Bridges Nearing Completion, then follow the instructions. Holly, also last week we witnessed the return of live entertainment on the town squares and resident lifestyle club meetings at the recreation centers. And so far everything seems to be working out according to plan. Some residents were eager to get back to watching their favorite live acts at the town squares. And the village's entertainment is keeping the crowds down with a limited number of free passes each day. If you want to get your free pass, all you have to do is visit any village's box office location or you can go to tickets.thevillages.com. And don't forget to take your own chair if you go. Jill last week also marked the first live shows at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center since March. On Friday, Ruth Ann Pinky Bigley performed her Divas Through the Decades show, and on Sunday, the Village's Philharmonic Orchestra performed two shows. Jill, the Sharon can hold 1,000 people, but for now, they are limiting the audience to just 200, spread out in little groups throughout the theater, so everyone has plenty of space around them. And when I checked out ticket availability late last week, most of the seats had been claimed, so it just goes to show that people have been really missing live shows and are starting to feel comfortable with going to them again. Holly, the studio theater TR Del Sol is gearing up for its first live show of the season as well, which will open November 20th at the Sharon with the same seating arrangement in place. 
but they also know that not everyone is ready to go to in-person events yet, so they are offering one more of their virtual snack-sized plays this Friday. These shows are about 10 minutes long, but they definitely pack a big punch. Tune in at 1 p.m. this Friday for The Game and watch professional actors have some fun with these shows. All of their past streams are available as well on their website, which happens to be thesharonstudio.com. And Jill, some of our residents also either participate in or go and see plays and musicals at the Melon Patch Theater just down the road in Leesburg. I am a huge fan of the Melon Patch, so I have to tell you about the play they are currently showing because I went to see it and it was amazing. It's Clue, based on the popular board game that was turned into a movie in 1985 starring Tim Curry. To refresh everyone's memory, the board game has six characters, the house has six rooms, and there are six murder weapons involved. So based on the clues, you have to figure out whether the killer is, for example, Colonel Mustard in the study with the candlestick, or Mrs. Peacock in the conservatory with the lead pipe. The Melon Patch constructed this amazing set that has all six rooms, plus a bunch of secret passageways. And on top of that, the show is cast perfectly. All the actors are perfect for their characters. It's a murder mystery with plenty of comedy to keep it interesting, and I really recommend you go see it if you have a chance. This is the last weekend for the show, so you can go to melonpatchplayers.org to get your tickets for a Friday night, Saturday night, or the Sunday matinee. I promise you'll enjoy it, and you'll be amazed by the talent you'll find at this little community theater in Leesburg. Remember, these people aren't getting paid. They are all volunteers. And one of the cast members is a village's resident. So get down there and support them if you can. And Holly, also in Leesburg, another one of our residents has her work featured in an art exhibit. Gina Eba of Village Santiago enjoys turning objects into art. And she has designed sets for Casey Productions in the Villages in the past. She found out that some of the wooden horses that were built for the group's production of Carousel were going to be deconstructed. So she asked if she could have them for a project. She then turned one into what she calls the Steampunk Corona Warhorse. Watch out for that one. And now it's part of the I Am Not Alone exhibit at the Leesburg Center for the Arts in downtown Leesburg. She used items from the Casey Production Storage Unit to decorate the horse, along with other repurposed items like doorknobs and tassels. She says the horse has two sides, a COVID-19 side that depicts the fear the virus has spread, and a more positive side that reflects rebirth. You can check it out at Leesburg Center for the Arts until October 25th. Jill, the last weekend of that exhibit coincides with the 43rd annual Leesburg Art Festival. It usually happens in March, but got canceled by COVID this year and now has been rescheduled for October 24th and 25th in downtown Leesburg. Outdoor festivals are starting to make a comeback, and normally this is fall festival season. So some of our local houses of worship are coming up with ways to still host their annual events while keeping people safe. Amazing Grace Lutheran Church will host an Oktoberfest from 3 to 6 p.m. this Saturday at the church, which is on County Road 472 in Oxford. They are limiting capacity to the first 150 people who register on their website, which is AmazingGraceLC.org. That way they can be sure they have enough food and drinks and also don't have too big of a crowd. This event will feature an accordion player, a saxophonist, activities, and games for people of all ages. So if that sounds like fun, head over to their website and sign up. It's free and sounds like a lot of fun. And Holly, another outdoor festival is scheduled for this Saturday, and it kind of goes with the Oktoberfest theme because it's an all-German 
car show. This has been in the works for a while, and it's happening from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Harbor Hills Country Club, but it was organized by the Village's BMW Z Club, the M. Benz Club, and the Porsche Owners Club. Harbor Hills is just down the road in Lady Lake, and it has a beautiful clubhouse where the cars will be parked. This event is open to the public, so if you appreciate German cars, this may be the event for you. Jill, another outdoor event happening this weekend isn't a festival per se, but it is a great fundraiser for our local school. The Village's Charter School's Closet Clutter Sale is happening from 8 a.m. to noon Saturday in the west parking lot of the Village's High School. This is the annual fundraiser for clubs at the school, where they gather donations of yard sale items and then sell them to raise money. So if you enjoy yard sales, this is always a good one with lots of great items, and the money goes straight to the kids and their clubs. The kids and their club sponsors work hard on this every year, so be sure to show them some support. And Holly Fall High School sports are in full swing, and another way Village's residents can support local students is by attending their games and matches. You can find out their schedules and follow the team's progress by reading your Daily Sun every day. And you can also stay updated by watching our weekly prep roundup on the Daily Sun News Show on Xfinity Cable Channel 2 starting at 6 p.m. Tuesdays. Daily Sun sports reporter Drew Schultry does the reporting for us, and it's always very informative. And speaking of sports, Jill, the fall polo season is still in full swing as well and will be through November 15th. Matches are always played at 3 p.m. Fridays and 1 p.m. Sundays at the Village's Polo Club on Buena Vista Boulevard. This season, they are only filling the stands to 20% capacity, or you can tailgate in your car or golf cart. If you want to check out a live polo match, go to thevillagesentertainment.com to find tickets. And Holly and other sports news, signups are underway for the Veterans Day softball tournament that will be held in November. All Villages softball players who served in the United States Armed Forces are invited to participate. Divisions 1, 2, and 3 will form teams for a single elimination tournament to be played November 15th and 22nd at Everglades Softball Complex. Then Divisions 4 will play November 8th and the 15th at Buffalo Glen Softball Complex. Sign-ups for the tournament run through October 28th, and you can get an application from your division chair if you are interested. Those who play in recreation or neighborhood leagues are eligible to participate. This is always a popular annual event filled with patriotism and some good fun, too. And Jill, we can't have a What's Happening in the Villages podcast without talking about golf. But this next event is a twist on the usual fundraising golf tournament. We've talked before about the Freedom Memorial Plaza project at Florida National Cemetery. The Joint Veterans Support Committee is on a mission to raise $14 million to build these monuments at the cemetery in Bushnell. And of course, a golf tournament is always a good choice for a fundraiser here. The committee heard about a college in the Midwest that was doing a virtual golf tournament, and they thought the villages would be the perfect place for that kind of event. So the way it works is you could play any course, any day, anywhere, within a window of time, and you'll be competing against everyone else who enters. For this event, the window is November 8th through the 15th to coincide with Veterans Day. The other great thing about this type of tournament is that there's no cap on the number of people who can enter, so they are hoping to set a record for the largest charitable golf tournament ever in Florida. The goal is to get 500 golfers to enter this tournament, and with all the support for veterans here in the villages, it's not an impossible quest. The cost is $25 per person, and 100% of the proceeds will go toward the monuments. If you want to be part of this possibly historic event, go to jvsc.us 
and click the link under the Events tab. So for those who aren't good at math like me, Jill, if they get 500 golfers to enter at $25 per person, that's $12,500. The ultimate goal is to raise $80,000 for these monuments, so this is just one small step on the way. Holly Charitable Groups are coming up with all kinds of creative ideas to raise money during these strange times when the usual fundraisers just won't work. Another online option is a virtual 5K, an alternative to the many walks that usually happen this time of year. The Alzheimer's Walk was held this past Saturday, but there are several other options that you can do anytime during this month. The Lake Sumter Lions Club is sponsoring the Get Off Your Can Run, which is a 5K run, walk, and swim, or a 10K bike race. For details on that, you can visit lakesumterlions.org. Make-A-Wish Foundation is also hosting a virtual 5K, 10K, 15K, half marathon, or tribute walk, and you can find more information at runsignup.com by searching for Race to Cure 5K. And Kids Central Inc. is having a virtual 5K to raise funds, for its mission of helping abused and neglected foster children, go to itsyourrace.com to find that event. Jill, yet another charitable group, is getting back on track just in time for the holidays, and that's the Filler Factory. This is a ministry of Live Oaks Community Church, and it has been shut down since March, just like all the other indoor activities at the church and most other places. They are back and have scheduled a series of folding and packing parties during the next couple weeks. This group fills shoeboxes with toys, school supplies, and hygiene items, and then ships them to children around the world as part of Operation Christmas Child. They have had to limit the number of people at these gatherings, of course, so they have been depending on their congregation to rally their friends and neighbors to fill boxes from their homes. So again, Jill, even in these trying times, people are still finding ways to do great things for others, and it just shows the resilience of our community. It's a beautiful thing. Holly, another cause that villagers are always willing to support is the work being done at our local animal shelters, and one of them is having its biggest fundraiser of the year this Sunday. The Humane Society of Lake County will host the West Mutster Dog Show, which consists of a dog show and silent auction. This is happening at Gilbert Park in Mount Dora, so it's an outdoor venue, and it's sure to be fun for the whole family. You can enter your dog in the dog show or just show up and watch the parade of pooches, plus you'll find food trucks and vendors. It's all happening from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. this Sunday, and you can visit HumaneLake.com for information about this event. Jill, one of our local pet supply stores is having a grand opening celebration today. Just Dandy Pet Parlor has moved to a larger location in Fruitland Park at 201 West Miller Street. This business offers dog and cat grooming, nail trimming, and special accommodations for senior pets. But they also are known for collecting donations for Lady Lake Animal Control. They also have a boutique for shopping and provide anesthesia-free dental services. And they hope to eventually be able to provide low-cost vaccinations, dog training, and adoption events. This is a great place for you and your pets, so if you have some time today, go check out their new store in Fruitland Park. And Holly, if wild animals are more your thing, definitely not mine, the Enrichment Academy is offering a new way to learn about wildlife starting this week. On Tuesday, the Academy will offer a wildlife workshop that will introduce people to the different wildlife found in the villages and Sumter County. The workshop is called Meet the Local Wildlife in Your Neighborhood, and it will cover everything from mammals to reptiles to how to identify invasive species. 
Jim Davis of the Sumter County Extension Office says this will be his first in-person class in many months, and he's excited about that. More of these workshops will be offered in the upcoming months, but you can still get into this one if you want by going to theenrichmentacademy.org to sign up. You'll learn about all the wonderful Florida critters like alligators, turtles, squirrels, frogs, lizards, and snakes, and which ones you should be afraid of, and the answer might surprise you. Jill, I grew up in Florida, and I know a lot of people who move here get freaked out by snakes and spiders, when most of them are actually beneficial and will leave you alone if you leave them alone. This week's interesting story is also about our natural world. Apparently this month is a great time to see meteor showers up in the sky, which we found out from a story last week by senior reporter Michael Salerno. Two meteor showers peak this month, and another is active, but set to peak in November. Almost any night this month, you can look up in the sky and have a great chance of seeing what some people call shooting stars. You don't need a telescope or any special equipment, just some patience. So if you're up after dark and it's a clear night, step outside, lay a blanket down in the grass, and spend some time stargazing. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.